Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, Paul Fontaine alongside Jeff Hawkins. We're back with the Dynamite Show. I want to say hi to everyone watching and listening on YouTube and everyone that is listening on the Fight Game Media free feed. On Hello Thursday to morning. anyone new who followed over from Fightful as well. Oh yeah, yeah. You were on the Raw Post Show on Monday. So um, yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. But uh, yeah, so and, and if you're listening and watching, make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to the feed and and uh and to the youtube channel and like as well that helps us with our exposure um but uh before we get into this week's dynamite i mean uh, you know it's a, it's an aw show we we got to talk about jinder mahal right yes yeah well um, in a way <laughs> yeah uh there was no tony, boom to handle this so we have to no tony khan lost his mind uh tuesday I guess he was getting some flack about Hook calling out Samoa Joe. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was good. I don't know. Anybody complaining is, I think they're just complaining to complain. Like, what's what's the problem? The guy's lost once in, like, three years. He wants challenge for the world title. It's about time. <laughs> that's what I say, you know. He's going to lose, but that's fine. Um, but he, you know, saw these people that are mad at him. So Tony Khan brings up the fact that Jinder Mahal has lost all of his TV matches and he's only won one match in the last year and he's getting a world title shot and uh, bad WWE and good AEW. And uh, he just opened himself up for ridicule because of all the people in AEW that get title shots all the time without winning matches. Yes. Um, there, there's two facets to this. I would like to address if you don't all right. Mind. Sure. The first is, uh, yeah, Roger Geary, Set, set him off for some reason because he was talking oh. about like cage match ratings or something <laughs> of that effect. <laughs> Did, didn't USA Network get in on that too? Yeah, well, no, it oh. was a USA Network tweet. Okay, okay, yeah, about gender and 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 but look, we just went through a period where Abaddon, who hadn't been on TV for three years. Or hadn't had a television televised yeah, yeah. televised yeah. win, not dark or dark elevation, televised win on either collision or dynamite. Yeah. Got to come back one day and challenge for the title. And you're just heard well, challenge for the number one contender. Didn't she? Yeah, yeah. She got in a number one contenders match yes. on Halloween. But she hadn't had a televised win in three years. Something like that, yeah. How'd she become yeah, okay. Tony's not allowed to talk about inconsistent no. booking. Okay, but no. But it goes to a deeper problem that I brought up on the Hook Awards. Yes. 
Tony wants to be the, and I'm going to speak with some empathy here as opposed to just pure criticism. Tony has built AEW. He should be lauded for that. Mm. I think he also wants the credit for that. And he grew up in a time where Mr. McMahon was the main character on his show. And he's come become an adult and a businessman in a time where tech bros are and 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 innovators are the faces of their companies. Steve Jobs for Apple, Bill Mark Gates Zuckerberg. for Microsoft, Zuckerberg for Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I think that is a lot of what drives him in terms of I'm going to be the face for AEW because I'm the Elon Musk. face. This is my company. I have built it. Please yeah. me, where to me, you know, I, I I I mean, he hasn't done the greatest job of sending his wrestlers out there to do promotional work. They've no. mostly been left on their own devices and stuff, and it would be, you know, really nice. You know, all you need is a guy in a suit looking cool. You don't need the belt. You don't need, you know, <laughs> WWE loves to do costumes and stuff like The Undertaker in public. Yeah. You don't need that. Put Joe in a, in a suit at front row of an NBA game. The champ is here. Put him on a panel show of some kind talking anything other than wrestling. And as long as he's not talking about the goofy stuff, as long as you don't go on a show where like you get a host like Conan O'Brien going, isn't this stuff fake or whatever, and where he has to play pro wrestler? Yeah. He's just a guy who does pro wrestling for a living. And you make wrestling ultimately cooler than it is. And I, I think people don't get that. I think it's like, you know, actors don't always have to be in character wherever they go. Yeah. And, and not just and doesn't just have to be Joe. I mean, they, they got oh, a lot of other people. They but can Joe's the champ, there. so so he's yeah. the one, and he's also yeah. the best at this. I mean, I think the yeah. danger in doing it with like Adam Cole is, you know, he's well, well than the host. Yeah, know, yeah. Flur, I could do that. You know, there's yeah, there's. I was thinking more along the lines of Kenny Omega is really good at that sort of thing. Britt Sometimes Baker's good at that kind of thing. Britt too, Baker, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, even I bet you Julie Hart would probably be all right in it, you know, um, and she's she's a champion as long as she's not playing dark and spooky. Julia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the women's who's the women's champion? I can't, oh, I can't even remember. Julia Hart. No, no. She's a TBS champ. Uh, no, she's oh, the Tony. AEW. No, don't send oh, Tony, Tony out there. Right. Yeah, no, no don't, don't do Tony don't, don't. in character. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I Unless agree. it's a and morning show, then maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that might work. Because yeah. the problem when they did this with MJF is MJF would always be, you know, kind of a prick when he did. Yeah. But but he got over like the you know it I think did. everybody liked it and you know and and he was good at that sort of thing. But too. Tony's All not right. the main character. No, and no. he has main character syndrome, and it's just yeah. one of those things where it's like. And he, and he also grew up in a time when Eric Bischoff was out there oh, and as, as the face of WCW. As well, too. Yeah, it's like all these promoters, yeah, shut up. <laughs> you're yeah. not you're not the guys. You're making your employees look bad. And, and Bischoff's just needling him because he knows that it's getting to him. Yes. So, yeah, like, and Bischoff, all he gets is he gets his name out there because Tony quote tweets him. And uh, and now all of a sudden, people re Bischoff is relevant for a couple days. Yeah, and he'll you know? bring it up on his podcast, and yeah. you know, Dave Meltzer will occasionally white knight and go in there and try and attack Bischoff, but you know, which at the same just time. gets him even more attention, which yeah. is what he wants. So yeah, yeah it's it was an interesting uh, week, and I wouldn't even have known about it if not for the fight game Discord because none of those guys tag me in their tweets, and I don't see it unless it's 
I don't I don't get off of my own mention. So um, that's that's the way to use X. I, yeah, I just right it, I mean, it's 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 just it's like I mean, and even people in his company are like, you know what? He needs to settle down yeah. a little bit well, from time to time for they've been saying that for a while. I've heard that from people. I know. you. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, he, uh, he's not doing himself any favors, but you know what? The other thing is he does get, you know, every time those things are tweeted, he's got his little, um, plug for dynamite on the bottom of the show. Did you catch Jinder's reply? <laughs> the who like, the F is hook. Yeah. And then, and then with the, with the catch Monday night raw on, yeah. <laughs> on the USA network. Jinder uh, uh, has a good sense of humor about his yeah. position in the company from what oh, I've yeah. been told by people. It's, it's like, look, he has no ego about him. I mean, he, he has an ego, but it's like, look, I'm getting paid even though they don't use me a lot. So I'm fine. I mean, this, this could have been the Miz. It could have been, you know, yeah. Jinder. It could have, it had to be somebody who's had a world title that they could have signed Dolph to a 90 day contract and done it with him. Like, you know, it's well, the difference it's, here is I think Jinder probably had to clear this through somebody in the company before he tweeted it. Whereas oh, in yeah, AEW, yeah, yeah. everybody's in their feels all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, no kidding. And, and then they all, you know, they get the memo to tweet about it and they all tweet at the same time. <laughs> Uh, which is which is always fun um yeah but you know other than that we look, no look, you can again. say that you can say that but i still have hopes that layla gray will be at wembley this year <laughs> yeah layla gray what happened to her <laughs> i guess she's still on uh the fight network on ovw and yes all that yeah um i haven't seen her in a while we did see red velvet today we'll get into that um you know she looked good um no mercedes no mercedes tonight uh i'm starting to wonder <laughs> well do you think see. they'd bring her back at daly's place yeah yeah okay. actually i think they think this was a big show but the problem <laughs> is is like and i didn't even think about this last week um they had uh nba on uh abc going up against the show now so for the next couple months and uh i was even watching that today you mean espn um, or actual network a- actual abc Huh. Yeah, it was Golden State Warriors playing today. So I caught up at one point in the show because there was a lot more stuff to fast forward through as, you know, because I always start late. And uh, so when I caught up, I just flipped over the game and I watched the game for about 15 minutes. And then I then I went back to Dynamite and I still caught up by the end. So um, I'm going to ask a question. OK, uh, about this show in particular. Sure. If you were a first time viewer of wrestling or AEW. Hmm. Um. What was special about this show? Well, <laughs> so because to me, two, to, two to very me, different coming questions. out of this, to me, coming out questions. of this, yeah, I would be excited to want to see Sting and Darby again. Yes. Um. You said wrestling and AEW, so those are two different things. If this is your first time watching wrestling, um, it would be a different answer than if it was your first time watching AEW. Because well, oh, I don't think so. I well, really one thing don't. that struck me was when the show started, I could hear the crowd. They seemed loud. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see them. <laughs> like they had half the screen on on the hard cam had nobody in it. And that's because of the way the setup is. It's not that they didn't sell the tickets, uh, although I don't think this show sold a ton of tickets, but you know, no. they had about 3,000 in there. But they, they the way they'd set up, they have like – an they have half the screen doesn't have any fans now in the pandemic that was fine we weren't used to seeing anybody but now that we're out of the pandemic it was like that was the first thing i noticed is this dark building with nobody in it 
is what it looked like, except I could hear them. So I knew they were there. Yeah, it was mic'd well. It, really it was, was. mic'd well, but you sure couldn't see them. And then whenever they would they would do a crowd shot, you would see all these people just standing there looking, even though you could hear people cheering. So we're, like, we're somewhat of a long way from that first pay-per-view that was in Daly's place, which was yeah, a it was Crowd. That May 2021 one, yeah, that was. But I mean, at that time we hadn't seen fans in so long, so even those little bit of fans we could see was was great. Um, so th- there was that, but yeah, I mean, oh, I was seeing ones before the pandemic. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, those were weird. Well, it was lighter too, right? Like the yeah, the, it was done during it was during the day and yeah, yeah, and this is outside too, so that that's also weird. So I, that that was the one thing I would thought if I was my first time watching. Uh, AW, but I was used to WWE. I would think, wow, this looks a lot different. It looks, but yeah, dark. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I would, I would want, yeah, I'd want to see Sing and Darby, obviously. Um, I mean, if I if I actually watched the whole show, and I can't imagine I would have, um, I would have been, I don't know, like the, the opener was kind of fun. Um, I thought, I mean, you know, I'm not, say, I'm not saying there was anything particularly bad on this show, but it's no. one of those things where it's. It was a thought that occurred to me in the time between the show ended and the time this show started. And that is for the live crowd, you're paying because you want to go see at least one thing that sticks out to you that yeah. you'll remember that, that nobody else, you know, that, Hey, I saw this live and it was awesome. And it was, you know, maybe an angle, maybe a match, you know, maybe somebody did something cool because quote unquote good wrestling, you know, your three to four star, maybe two to four star matches are the new squash matches. Kind of, yeah. And they they kind of don't resonate really. I think Darby anything. jumping off the Darby jump jumping off was the moment I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sting, you know, doing the thing. And Sting but even that Sting. even yeah. then if it's your first time watching, you probably don't even really quite understand Sting. You know what I mean? Like you almost have to know. It doesn't matter. You think he's probably cool because he's out there kicking ass. Well, he's out there kicking ass. But I mean, if he's 35 or 40 and doing that, it's like, okay. The fact that he's 62 adds something to it. (laughs) You know what I mean? What the hell is that old man doing crawling up and down the ring? But you wouldn't know he was an old man because. No, no, I was talking about flair. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. I mean, I don't know. I think if it's your first time watching, you probably know who Flair is, anyways. Yeah, no, um, that's probably true. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that was something. And Flair's entrance was cool. You know, they yeah. got the original music and everything. He got, so. he got pops for 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 the for the chops and the uh, yeah eye poke, and then got out of there luckily. But yeah, oh, yeah. barely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was fun. But but I mean, I would also say that you know the show was fine, but looking at it on paper. I think I was maybe expecting a little bit more. I was expecting a lot more, to be honest. Yeah, Mark you. Henry tweeted, oh, this is going to be the best show we've ever done, I uh, think. That's hyperbole. You know, that's a little more than hyperbole. That's that's saying something. I mean, there were some cool things. And, you know, the Bucks showing up at the end was cool. I mean, I said it. I said I thought this show was going to be a banger when I saw the You did, up. yeah. And I was and, like, and, it was and there good. Was, well, and the funny thing is, is, you know, I start watching behind, and I got a little chat group going, and, and somebody, one of my friends said... Uh, and he said it as a joke. Like, he's like, oh, I think um, uh, Claudio and Hangman is my favorite match of my favorite dynamite match of the year. And it's like, well, it's the second <laughs> week. It's the second week. But I'm like, not really. I liked, uh, I liked it to catch the Derby match last week better. So, yeah. you know, but I mean, if you liked Hangman Claudio, that's fine too. I mean, it's not like there's going to be a lot of me saying this was cromulent. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's get into that. And uh, we started with Hangman and Claudio, and I know they didn't really do much like beforehand. They just kind of went right into the match, and um, the uh, crowd just loved Hangman. And uh, the announcers were making a point of saying, "So I think you know, for the people that may have been tuning in for the first time, AW is about good matches and good fights. So it's not about angles uh, or anything. It's it's about good matches, which is their strength, to be fair." Um, Hangman got a beer from a fan in the front row uh, right near the beginning, and Tony Schiavone called it a throwback. And I was thinking, yeah, maybe to before dailies, but this, he sure wasn't taking beer from people during the pandemic. Um, in fact, I kind of thought that was going to end with the pandemic, but uh, it was, it was kind of cool to see again. Um, they uh, Claudio threw Hangman out of the ring onto the stage as they went into a break, and they came back, and they were brawling on the outside. They were brawling for a long time. And then Hangman did a running lariat from the top of the stage, uh, knocked Claudio back in the ring. They fought in the ring for a while. Then they went back to the outside. Hangman did a moonsault off the stage. Uh, and then when they went back to the ring, Hangman reversed the tombstone. And uh, I wrote here that the crowd went wild, but this is where I, like, I noticed every time they went to the crowd, like it was just bad camera shots because the people that they went to weren't cheering. Um, but you could hear them cheering. Uh, this is awesome chance. And then uh, the, the end came when Hangman, he'd been going for the buckshot a bunch of times and Claudio kept blocking it. But this time he hit it and then he hit a second one and he got the pin. And a uh, real good match to start. First time they've ever wrestled in a one-on-one. I think they have I think they were in the Anarchy in the Arena match uh, against each other at the Double or Nothing this year. So that, not the first time they'd been in the ring together, but first time one-on-one. That was a good match. It was a good match. You, you know how <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. I'll frame it here. I've often complained that my problem with a lot of wrestling in terms of angles is that time never seems to progress unless everybody's at work. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. like the world only starts when the cameras are rolling and it never exists anyways. This match would have been better served if that were true in this case, because if you watched Collision, you saw Claudio basically telling Hangman, oh, you're looking for a fight. I'll give you one. If you had kept Hangman's intensity from last Wednesday going into this Wednesday and done the match with that kind of point of view to start with a big, I mean, with a brutal brawl, I'm not talking blood feud necessarily brawl, but a brawl, a fight, something that looked like a fight, because this was hyped as a fight and a wrestling match broke out. And that drives me nuts. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, see that. I don't want to see big spins in, <laughs> from two guys looking for a fight. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that well, was and, and the buckshot itself just, you know, it, it lends itself to having but it was to be set letting up. It, but it was lending itself to that. But it's like one of those things where, like, you have the walk-in brawls and you you have enough you have enough in the world of wrestling where yeah. you can masquerade that you're setting up the buckshot eventually. And that's kind of how I wanted the match worked. And I, and I got a good wrestling match and I didn't yeah. want a good wrestling match here. You I, I kind of wanted the fight. So, yeah. and they I, think were... this, I think this crowd would have been hyped if they had just yeah. come out and started throwing blows. Like well, hangman did blows. attack him before the bell. I, I did like to see that. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a, the, yeah, Claudio wrestling as a heel should drop the giant swing. I yeah, agree. Um, the, um, what Jason put here about uh, AW piping and crowd noise, I wasn't saying that. Like, I don't think they were. I think it was just bad camera work. Fight but... for reporting. Why is Paul Fontaine an <laughs> AEW truther? Yeah. 
<laughs> I I mean, I'm not saying they weren't. I just it wasn't what I immediately thought. It did sound genuine. Um, it, because you could, you could see people kind of in the background at certain points that were cheering and, you know, it was matching what I was hearing, but it's just, it wasn't shot. Well, I, I didn't think at all. And the, the, and all night I would say the wrestlers were, um, uh, they were trying to use the set a lot. They were trying to take advantage of the fact that they had a unique setup, uh, here, which I kind of appreciated. Um, but see, here's the thing with this show. It was billed as a homecoming. It was billed as, you know, kind of half-assed. They did this on Twitter this week. Like, they it never talked about it ahead of it. Well, no, a Brody Lee tribute show, you know, in, in some ways. Because we had these two random matches that we'll get into um, that they announced on, I think, Monday. And it was like, what, they decide, like, some point over the last couple of days, oh, we should probably pay tribute to Brody Lee because he died, you know, right randomly close to this time about three years ago, you know, it's like three years and three weeks ago. Um, you know, so let, uh, we should have done it three weeks ago, but we'll do it now. Cause we're back in Jacksonville, you yeah. know? Um, and, and negative one was probably there. Um, thank God he didn't come out at the end. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to blow my stack, but I, I Paul Fontaine hates children news at 11. Okay. No, not just that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's it's weird because just as an overall note, I you know, good wrestling, I tune out kind of a little bit. Yeah, I it's like, oh, that. this is great choreography. Hooray! I can go watch ballet. When they say it's not ballet, it turns into ballet for me at times. I'm just like, okay, they're doing their moves. They don't look like they really are punching each other. They don't look like they're trying to finish the match. And this is what all these matches kind of felt like to me. Can, can I say something parts. positive here that you oh, may no, not? No, even... it, uh, I liked the matches overall. Yeah. I'm, I'm suddenly like I'm being way too negative. But but that. I want to say something positive that you may not actually think is positive, but okay. I think it is positive for a lot of people that'll be listening and watching this. It definitely had a throwback feel to early dynamites. Yes. Um, and I think a lot of people miss that. So if if that's what homecoming was, and and those two eight person tags as well, um, you know, felt like that. So you want so those people want nothing but party matches, is what you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Part- Super indie party matches. I, in yeah. fact, I think there are a lot of AW fan bases would be real happy with that. Um, they showed highlights of Brody's debut, and Excalibur called him the greatest TNT champion in history, without a doubt. Um, yeah, I, I did. I did the dog thing. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I doubt it. Um, and he talked about his handpicked proteges, Preston Vance and Anna Jay, and how they're going to get these feature matches tonight. So. I will say that tying in Preston Vance to Brody Lee after doing that angle where he humiliated the kid a couple of years ago, I it didn't resonate with me. There needs to be um, some comeuppance for that, doesn't there? Yeah, except for the fact that the Dark Order are now heels and Preston Vance, I think, is a babyface. Yeah. Anyways, you know, with the LFI, I think they're babyfaces. At at worst, they're tweeners, but. They you know what I've got would have gotten this crowd on his side a lot more is you know just do one vignette where I know you hate the kid but comes in and he apologizes. Exactly. They could have done a thing where that would have been great, I think. Shows up at his birthday or something. Yeah. Know? Um and uh yeah, because I'm sure I mean obviously the kid I'm sure Preston is still his favorite wrestler, right? Um in fact that's probably why he was in this match. You know, <laughs> no, he's so. moved on he's moved on to like FMW from 1992. So now he probably likes is now his favorite wrestler. No, he probably likes Commander, and that's why we see Commander every week <laughs> challenging for belts. 
Um, so we got the next match. It was Orange Cassidy, Adam Copeland, Dustin Rhodes, and Preston Vance, the most random tag team that, that you've ever seen, against the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage and Lance Archer for some reason, um, which they actually use this to build something, which I don't know if a lot of people even caught, but we'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, so Shimani says that he would have wanted Preston Vance to be in this match on the, on this side of the light. And I'm like, Brody was a heel. (laughs) Everybody's forgetting that. I think he, Brody would have wanted him. He would have been like, why are you tagging with Cody's brother? (laughs) You know? Um, but, uh, if Brody were here today, he would have had a total lack of continuity and. Oh, don't Brody would have shown up and like just smacked Preston Vance over the head with his stack of papers (laughs) and say, get on that heel team. You dipshit. They'll pursue. Yeah. Sell for her. Yeah, that's yeah. what he did then. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony's like, when you think about it, it really does work. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. So they had the match, and it was just a party match. You know, everyone getting their spots in. Orange Cassidy was trying to do choke slams and he eventually hit one on I can't I can't remember who, Brian Cage, maybe. Uh, or it might have been Lance Archer. Like he hit this choke slam and then he immediately got cut off. So um, yeah, it was on Bishop Khan, actually. So the crowd went nuts for that. And then he started posing like he was Hulk Hogan. And then that kind of led into the finishing sequence. So Archer gave him a boss man slam. They did the exact same thing in this match and the ladies match. And it worked yes, I was going to tell, I was going to say that this, the, yeah. both these matches were worked the very same way. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's fine because the crowd loved it. And I mean, for what it was, it was fine. You knew going in, you know, that Preston Vance is getting the pin in the men's match and Anna Jay's getting the pin in the women's match. And that's exactly what happened on both times. Um, so yeah, so Archer gave uh, Orange Cassie a boss man slam. Vance gave him a pump kick and got no reaction. Then uh, Toy Leone hit a small drop on Preston Vance. Lance Archer accidentally booted uh, Bishop Khan. Cage got in there and squared off with Archer, and he looked tiny, which tells you something about how big Lance Archer is. And then Adam Copeland speared Cage, and then Vance hit the Brody Lariat on Brian Cage, and uh, the camera didn't even catch it. Uh, but they told us at least, and uh, he got the win. And uh, yeah, so Preston Vance standing tall. Uh, nice party match, but they missed the finish, which was bad. Brian Cage was the best thing about this match. He's great in these matches. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> no, he usually is. Like he's you know but he was the ring was... general here for the most part too. Because yeah, it was uh, Copeland it, was just there having fun. He mailed yeah. it in completely copeland and dustin and in some way did uh or dustin on his way out overall i don't think so oh no i just want to make with maybe he's going back to wwe i don't know i i just feeling okay okay they showed him on nxt this week did they yeah oh yeah that's right um yeah yeah, this is this is fine I, i i'm continually baffled though because brian cage continues to bring it every week oh yeah and that he loses like most half of these things, but well, it's, he, it's just he, yeah, it's it's weird that he was. Un- I, it's just one of those things where it's weird where like once he resigned, they started using him weekly. But when they had him under contract, he went like a year without being used at all. Yeah, and his, yeah. his wife bitched, and then all of a sudden they started using him again. And he's like, Melissa yeah. Santos is the key to a push. That's what. Now, well, no, now I got to work. It's <laughs> yeah. like I was sitting at home getting paid. Now, now they're making me work. Uh, he wanted to work, and he wanted, I know he, he wanted to jump at the time too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this was what it was, but it was worked exactly the same. Um, both eight person matches were the same, and it's kind yeah. of a shame. 
This like, I, don't, I don't I don't particularly like these types of matches because there's always that one time where everybody hits a signature move on somebody yeah. else. I hate that, to be honest with you. But that's, you know, that's the nature of wrestling. This, this one was a little better than the other one just because the workers are better. But I mean, they're basically the same match. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, Renee, uh, was backstage with the guns and Jay White. Austin was like fooling around behind Renee, just making like rabbit ears and playing with her hair. She was getting annoyed. And, uh, Jay said the undisputed kingdom is going after all the gold, but whatever they can do, we can do better. And he starts talking about how they're going to win belts, but the acclaimed and Billy showed up and says, uh, and then Anthony Bowen says, we could be unstoppable holding all the gold. And then he's like, but not ours. And then Austin says, yeah, no, we'd all hold gold at the same time. And he said, listen to the fans. They're cheering you guys almost as much as us. We should be the bang, bang, scissor gang. <laughs> oh, God. I like my Bullet Club pink better. Um, but uh, White says, we're not a faction. We're a gang. So just stay by your phones and we'll get back to you. And Austin tried to hang around with them, but Jay pulled him away. And uh, they, they said something here about a fax machine, I think. And then Taz said, hey, I still got a fax machine. Yeah, I think that was a dig at Dave Meltzer, but I could be wrong. It might be. Well, they they told uh they told Billy Gunn uh, to stay by his fax machine since he still yeah. had one because they knew him. And so this, this feels like they're going to tease it, and then eventually Bullet Club Gold's going to turn on him. Yeah, like they're that'll probably be the the trios title match at yeah. uh, Revolution, yeah. Yeah, and they'll probably win because it's about time for the acclaimed to lose those belts anyway. So, um, and honestly, they'd be great trios champs because they could have. They'll have great matches. They need. I actually think this wouldn't be a bad stable if the acclaim turned heel. Yeah, get, yeah, and and Billy in there as the as the uh, you know, I mean, they're going to get cheered eventually, and by yeah. eventually, I mean like right away. Yeah. Um, but uh, it could True. be fun. Could be fun. I kind of uh, need a Billy Gunn and Juice Robinson team up. Oh my just god! Once, yeah, just and, for the ridiculousness of it all. God, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and next we got. Uh, something else. Um, Samoa Joe comes out and he comes out to address the crowd. He's in a suit. Yes. And he looks great. Yes. And he says, I stand before you as the AW world champ. Fans are chanting, thank you, Joe. They've, they don't care that he's a heel. It breaks um, him. It's a heavy corpse. He says, no thanks is needed. He said, in light of that tonight, we make some changes to the championship challenge protocol. When you're the champion, you become a marked man. It's a dangerous environment. Even a devil who made a bad deal is looking for me. And he says, as a matter of fact, here are the changes. No more can you whine on this mic about your misfortune or go on your social media and make your little ho-ass comments. God bless him. You you bring your record and your reputation. 
and you oh, submit to the championship committee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, whatever that is. And if you're it's worthy, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson is the oh, championship yeah. committee. If you're worthy, you'll get a shot at having your ass stomped out by me. Crowd's going nuts for him. And he says, for a new championship era is here. For all of you who want a piece of me, your champion will be waiting. So, I, I mean, ironically. Samoa but- Joe is the only heavyweight champion this company has ever had. And he's the only <laughs> heavyweight champion in professional wrestling right now. All other people bow to Samoa Joe. He is the king. He is the best professional wrestler on God's green earth. He's the only person who gets it. Thank you. Five minutes later, we had someone out there whining uh, about, about the ass comments. That's what... yeah, but but for that for this period of time, it was great. I will refer um, to all of Tony's tweets as ho ass comments. Oh my! I'm gonna God. quote tweet him next time he says something dumb that I don't Just, like and say, "Get out of here with your ho ass comments." Keep your ho ass comments blocked. to yourself. Yeah, I, Just, I'm gonna see if I can get blocked by him. That's and, and tag tag some more Joe when you do it. Um, so out comes Swerve. And he's got the mobile Angus, mo- mobile embassy. That's what I, the mobile embassy with him. And uh, he doesn't get in the ring. He stands at the top of the ramp. He's got a nice fur coat on. And he says, this is my first time here at Daly's place. But whose house is it? Swerve's house. So fans have already turned on Joe. And uh, he says, a couple months ago, I told Hangman it wasn't personal. I was just after his spot. And look what happened. I took it. And he says, and I'm going to re- reiterate the same thing to you, Joe. And as as he's saying this, he gets in the ring and he says, this isn't a personal thing. I just want that AEW championship and I'm going to take it. However, you chose to make this personal, so I'll be more than happy to. And he gets in the ring and he gets face to face with him. And then out comes Hangman and uh, he gets in the ring and he says, well, boys, if we're out here calling out shots, I'll go ahead and make mine. 2023, I beat Mox in Texas death. I reunited with the elite, did the anarchy in the arena. And as much as you found me, Swerve, I found you. But the one thing I lost sight of was the AW World Championship. And in 2024, I'm going to make it mine. And he gets nose to nose with Swerve. And Nana pulls Swerve out of the ring. And then he gets in Joe's face. And he says, what are you smirking at? I haven't forgot what you did to me either. I'm going to take this from you for it. And then he backs off and he left the ring. So before we get to what came next, what do you think of this? all this stuff? I found it amazing that it looked like that Hangman Page grew two days worth of beard in between oh, yeah. his Claudio match and this one. He looked... He has never looked more like Magnum TA than he did tonight. I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. I was and, amazed at how much he looked like Magnum TA tonight. I mean, and that's it, a good thing, a, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, in, in, in the most positive way possible. Yeah. And if, yeah. if, if some of you are too young to know who Magnum TA is, Google, it. Google him and then you'll go, yes, Jeff was right. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't like people just standing there and listening. Yeah, I, I wanted a little bit of comeback from Joe on that because 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 this is this is the match I want. I want Swerve and Joe to have words, and I want them to continue to have words. And even he can even add in he Hangman can, too. He could even be needling Hangman and Swerve to fight. He could even here. he could have and maybe should have said something to him like, "Did you not hear what I just said? You got your ass beat by him twice. Yeah, so get to the back of the line, <laughs> something like that. You know, like." You're not coming in here and getting a title match. And then that gives Hangman motivation to, to start winning matches. 
you know, Joe could just looked at him and go, men are talking, and that would have yeah. been enough. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I told you, take it to the championship committee. I'm not listening to this. Um, you know, Swerve's earned a title shot, but I'm not about Hangman. And then, you know, or, or even, you know, you two fight it out, and then whoever comes out of it, I'll be waiting. Something like that, you know? Because um, I think that's what's going to happen, actually. Um, yeah. I think, I think, and I think Hangman's going to beat him. Swerve, I don't know, you know, like, I don't like that, but it feels like, hangman and joe is the match right now i think swerve is gonna get the title and probably sometime this year but um i i do think it's it feels like hangman and joe but i don't know i could be wrong that's the one i'm most interested in but hangman and joe yeah over swerve and joe for right now yeah are you insane no because oh, i think if they now hangman oh. and swerve, if they do joe and swerve right now um, Swerve's probably going to lose. Oh, no, I don't think they're going to do it right now, but I think the end oh. game's eventually going to be... Oh, yeah, Joe and Swerve, Joe and, and that, Swerve. that's fine, but but that's maybe May? That's no fine. double or nothing? Yeah, like, I, I could see that, but... I'm just uh, hoping they don't do a three-way. Yeah, that would not be good. Um, so, anyways, so Hangman leaves, Joe's by himself again, he holds the belt up, everyone cheers, and then all of a sudden Hook's music plays, and uh, they got Hook's graphic up in the like it looks like the bat signal, and Joe's kind of looking. That's a at nice it. little camera angle. I thought that was clever. Yeah, yeah, and Joe, and so finally Hook gets in. Joe like actually looked. I don't know if he was worried or annoyed. Um, maybe a combination of both. Um, like worried that he was going to have to carry this kid to a match, and annoyed that he was going to have to carry this kid to a match. <laughs> I thought he was um, amused or amused. Yeah. Well, he gets in the ring. He gets right in Joe's face, and he just says, "One week." I think that's all he said. Um, and so, yeah, so that's it. They're going to wrestle next week. And Joe kind of shook his head and he's like, eh, well, whatever, you know? And, and I mean, it's like, yeah, hook went to the championship committee, Tony Khan, he's 28 and one. I'm sorry, uh, but even, even the get up of hook, he looked like a boy walking into a man's world. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's I mean, this is, this was, uh, you know, our truth challenging Roman Reigns is what it looked like. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, and probably not that far off. Um, Jason in the, in our discord pointed out, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, uh, so I'll give the impressive post first. Hook is on, has not lost in five months. He's wrestled three times. Yeah. Well, in five months. And he's beaten jungle boy, Wheeler, Yuta. And oh god, I can't remember who the third one was, but it's probably not as impressive as either of those two. So that's how he's getting his title match. Um, in a fun bit of corporate synergy, the match next week is sponsored by the video game, uh, coming for by uh, I think it's Rocksteady is the uh developer, but it's a uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Oh, okay, Samoa Joe does the voice of King Shark in uh kill the justice league in okay. the video game okay so that so this is this is maybe even something to do with why he's got the belt right now no um, well I, I i hope it's not because of a warner brothers tie-in but uh it might be jason pointed out it's rocky romero was the third person so a stellar group of people at uh young mr jungle boy was kind of impressive yeah but he also lost to him that's true yeah so um, he, I mean, his most impressive feat was, well, no, that's Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy's most impressive feat was getting CM Punk fired. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, we're going to get that next week. Hook and Joe, they announced a little bit later that Tony Khan has signed the match. So, uh, we got highlights of, uh, the Deanna Peraza debut from 
last week. I kind of like that because yes. I mean they're making it important. And really, like the next segment talked about it. We got an interview with Deanna Praza later in the show to talk about it. So they're really telling you, hey, keep an eye on Deanna. She's important. So uh, we have backstage with in the black and white Renee, who we didn't see much of this this week, but we saw her a couple times. And she's with um, Tony Storm, Mariah May, and Luther. She asked for her reaction to what happened last week, and immediately Mariah jumps in and she's like, "Did you watch my match?" And Tony's like, "I I got a screener, but I didn't watch a single frame." Uh, did you do a what she do? Did you do arm an bar, arm drag? Arm, arm drag. Uh, yeah. Did you do an arm drag? And uh, <laughs> she didn't really answer her. And then Renee's like, no, no, I want to ask you about Diana. And uh, and then and then Mariah's like, she kicked me in the face. And then Tony said, yeah, you know what? The name sounds familiar, and it sounds Italian. And she says, I feel like the prettiest girl to dance. Everybody wants me. So Luther, why don't you set up a meeting with Miss Diana Parazzo? Oh uh, no, Donna Parazzo. Oh, Donna Parazzo. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. And uh, and then she says, chin up, tits out, line. And then Mariah says, uh, shoo. And then Tony looks at her and she's like, you ruined my moment. And that was it. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either because she did ask for her line. She so. did. But I think I think they were playing off something and Mariah didn't okay. get it or something. No, that's fine. This yeah, was, was what it was. It was on the scale I was expecting of... The sh- I was expecting the shoe to get thrown back into the screen yeah. at Mariah or Renee. Renee. But... At, at, on the scale of Tony Storm like segments, this was probably slightly above average because <laughs> I usually it's about Renee. average. I didn't hate this one. Oh um, really? I don't. I don't hate the segments. I just think it's bad I, for her in the long run. But that's me. I. I do think that she seems to be treating Diana a little more seriously than she treats most people. So I kind of like that. So. Next, we got Sammy Guevara and Ricky Starks. And this was really interesting because I think originally when they booked this, they had announced that Chris Jericho was going to be accompanying Ricky Stark, or I mean, Sammy Guevara. When they did the interview to hype this up on Rampage, they didn't air it in front of the crowd. Hmm. Um, they didn't, when they did their interview to hype this matchup on Saturday, every time Ricky Starks mentioned Jericho's name, they got booze. So I think they're really. They're trying- cognizant. Yes, they're trying to see if this is going to die down. Um, And so they had this match. And uh, I don't know. Um, Taz brought up Cody Rhodes when he was talking about Stark's first match. They talked a lot about, you know, the pandemic and this and that. But they were talking a lot about that tonight and just, you know, about how Jay Lee's place is their home and everything. They're still hyping up this tag match on Saturday. Uh, Starks was mocking Sammy by sticking out his tongue. Crowd wasn't really into the match. They did because they didn't really like Sammy. I think they kind of like Starks, but he's a heel. Um, so they did a spot where Starks Starks slid into the second turnbuckle and then he hit his face in it. Sammy went for the GTH, but Starks reversed them and stacked him for a two count. And then they were just doing a couple spots, and then Sammy hit a super kick and he rolled him up. And I'm like, okay, you know, he's gonna kick out at two, and he pinned him. Like he pinned him off a super kick. We see like 800 super kicks in every single match. And here it was a finish. It was, I think there were two kicks in there. There was the first one, then the second one, and then the roll up. Either way, Taz Taz seemed to be explaining that you take two kicks like that. And they, I agree, it looked weird. Yeah. Like it, it reeked of doing a concussion angle, but I also think it played into. I think the whole point of this was they were saying that Ricky was playing possum. Yeah, yeah, because he he's down for a while. 
Um, it took him a while to get up. This, and the, he... the, but the, but the, everything about this made no sense. Let, yeah. let me, well, let me... Sammy, Sammy checked on him, right? And he, like, he was like, he was trying to see if he was okay. Yes. And then, and then Starks is like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then he put his, gave him his hand, and then Starks went to shake his hand. And and then you're like, what the hell is going on here? And then, of course, it was a setup for Big Bill to attack. But what did you want to say? Uh, well, the wrestling itself, it, I mean, again, it was a heatless two yeah. and three quarter star match. Yeah, I gave it where three, you where but... you should around three, something like that. Yeah. But where you're where really this would have been good to build some heat for the tag team match within the match itself versus yeah. just the post match angle, just fine. But I, uh, I think there's a reason why they did it this way, and we'll, we'll yeah. Well, they second. did they did to bring out Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho got a pop, which you know, hey, maybe everything's forgiven now. Uh, um, did he? Yeah, sound like it to me on the TV. It's hard to tell because they didn't. They let the music play the whole time. Yeah, the the new Jack. Uh, yeah, because thing. they did not want to stop that music. But the because, entire setup of this thing made no logical sense. Why no. would Sammy be shaking a guy's hand who's been a heel for two months? Well, and, and Tony tried to clean up. I go, well, they've been friends for a long time. Well, yeah, that was weak sauce. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they shook hands. And I'm like, I even wrote down, what the fuck? And then uh, <laughs> they, and then Bill attacks Sammy from behind. And I'm like, OK, so the baby face gets a win and then he gets beat up by the heels. I mean, that's total WWE trope. And then Jericho's music hits, and he comes out, and, and he's got Floyd. And, yeah, I mean, the music gets a pop, right? Yeah, it um, got a pop. And then that's the thing. So they never shut the music off because I think because, they were Because afraid. they were afraid. Yeah, yes. no, I agree because yeah. they were afraid. Yeah, and so they the music stayed on. They did this wild brawl. They went into the crowd. Um, they, they were going back and forth. And this was kind of like the main event, too, like where there's a million things going on, but the camera can't keep track of any of it. Um, and, uh, Jericho was like firing up the crowd, but it was, it was just really weird. Jericho and Bill fought through the crowd, Bill threw Jericho into a wall. And I thought that was going to be like a big heat angle. And then the next, I wanted team, the match after, I mean, they yeah. showed, this went on for so long. I wanted it just to turn into a match. And it, I think it, the, I think the, the post match was almost as long as the match and definitely yeah. had more heat. Yeah. Definitely when they, when heat. they did the spot of like big bill throwing Jericho into this like concrete wall, the next thing you see is Jericho was like fighting back. Like it was like, it didn't even happen. And right. it was just weird. And the angle that they did it at, like, I guess maybe he didn't actually hit the wall, but it kind of looked like he did. So it was, it was just kind of really weird. And then Jericho was slapping fan, slapping hands with the fans as, uh, as they cut away. And uh, it was just all really weird. And they're doing a match. So I, I'm wondering if they're going to do the new Jack thing on Saturday and just have the music playing the whole match. Well, they're in Hawkins country. It wouldn't, it would go over well. So the other thing that I saw Norfolk. speculated Norfolk, is Virginia, which is, you know, they military. might tape, maybe yeah, they but... tape like a lot of it and not in front of fans, like a backstage brawl type Cause thing. Cause it's a street fight. So then you can, you can control the crowd. Yeah. I mean, they, they seem, I, I don't know if I, if I were there tonight, I'd say, I think we can get away with it doing it live. Okay. I, I do. I, I, it sounded like they had good crap, but you know what? If they want to be careful, it wouldn't shock me either. I think you're right. But then in Charleston, they might not be as in tune with, you know, all the backstage online crap and they might just, you know, they're not in Charleston. They're in Norfolk or Norfolk. Okay. So, uh, what is this? More than two months he turned on punk. What is? Oh, I, I think I said a couple months. And oh, okay. It, gotcha. it took, I meant a few months. I'm sorry for my, uh, no, no, no. Okay. I, that's no, I'm apologizing to Jason. He's okay. the only guy listening right now. Oh, no, no, there's no, like 12 people watching. Oh, are there? Okay. Um, make sure everybody, if uh, you're watching for the first time, uh, hit the like uh, button and subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
Uh, Mariah May or Tiffany Stratton, I'm taking Tiffany all day, every day, in ring, in video package character. I'm behind watching. Uh, did you see the agree. NXT skits? Uh, the skits were bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah. but because there wasn't a, a yeah. I'll break that down on shake them ropes. Yeah. But in terms but, of the comedy, but for Tiffany, I mean, in, in terms of in ring based on what I've seen, I mean, Tiffany yes. all, all day, every day, but she's a I better mean, athlete. I mean, she's, we'll she was see. a high, she was a high caliber. No, no. She was a high caliber athlete going yeah. into wrestling. So, but I'm not going to judge Mariah may based on one. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, next up, speaking of women, we got, Willow Nightingale, Chris Statlander, Anna Jay, and Thunder Rosa uh, against uh, uh, Sky Blue, Julia Hart, and the Outcasts of Soraya and Ruby Soho. That popper Julia Hart shocked me. Well, you know what? She's like she's come up through the company. I and... mean, it was it was noticeable to me. She needs to be a babyface at like soon. I think. But I don't okay. know how they do it. I or maybe not. Do we maybe, do Stevie Nicks, Julia Hart as a baby face? Well, I mean, we gotta turn maybe, the house of black. Yeah, I don't know. Like, or they just keep doing what they're doing and let them cheer. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I because, think that's probably it. Yeah, like you know, but but I mean, clearly she's. I think she's right now probably the. It's either her or Tony Storm are the biggest star in the women's division. Um, Willow Nightingale has a potential to get there, but I don't know what the hell they're doing with Stokely Hathaway. And I think that's going to screw up whatever's going on with Willow. Well, you didn't enjoy Chris Statlander and her lizard? No, no. Neither did I. That was one uh, of the weirdest promo segments <laughs> I've ever seen. Well, weirder than the one where she was giving Renee uh, curls or whatever. Remember that one? Yeah, well, it was it was on par, but it's okay. like let's take two charisma vacuums and give them. An, I mean, look, I the I'm lizard had more it. charisma. I'm used to it because, like, in the 80s, they'd do that all the time. They'd throw people yeah. out there and go, let's see if you can get over or not, and they'd give bad promos. I'm like, okay, they tried, whatever. They never That's even addressed I... the fact she had a lizard on her arm. For No! Like... It, it was, like, almost a bit. It was, yeah. like, it was, you know. <laughs> Boots seems to like it. And they, what did somebody say? It was... They're doing prop comedy, and they never acknowledge the prop. Boots isn't Boots isn't the name. It's a prediction. <laughs> That's what the lizard's going to turn into. They would have been better off sticking the microphone in the lizard's face. Yes. During that promo. Yeah. Good God. Uh, But anyways, this match, I mean, we (laughs) talked a little bit about it early, um, earlier. I mean, it was the same match as the men's match earlier. Um, The fans loved Rosa. Uh, Tony Schiavone was pointing out how much these young ladies have developed. And he was really trying to put the division over as a whole, talking about all the different things they all got going on. And then, you know, the new people that have come in and and all this, like, I guess, Ruby and Soraya are probably new since the Daily's Place Day. Um, Ru- there's something weird going on with Ruby's hair. At first, I thought she had a perm, and then, like when they when she was wrestling, it kind of straightened out. So I don't know. Maybe she had a hat on earlier. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but um, it was basically the same thing. They, you know, they they eventually set up for you know the spot where everybody hits their moves, and uh, and Julia Hart ended up hitting the Queen Slayer on Sky Blue, and Sky Blue tapped earlier. She had tried to do it to Julia Hart, but Julia Hart got away. So this ended up setting up a match that they're going to be doing next week, or no, on Saturday actually. Uh, Julia Hart and uh, and Anna Jay for the title. So Julia Hart's winning streak, or sorry, Anna Jay's winning streak will be ending at one. Yeah, but at least they did something with the win. Yeah. As yeah, opposed yeah, to Preston Advance, which they they're not going to do anything. It's, 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 no. Yeah, that, well, the, that what I they liked. what they set up was the two the team that lost is getting a six man title match. <laughs> Did you uh, catch that? Yeah. 
<laughs> what? So, well, no. So, uh, Gates of Agony and uh, Brian Cage, who lost, right. are going to be wrestling Lance Archer and the Righteous for the six man belts. That's what oh, that, that makes set up. It does, sure. Lance Archer, I guess he didn't get pinned. So, <laughs> but yeah. But the, all right, heel on heel action. I can I can stand yeah. it for one time that'll as long be, as they build it a little match. bit. Yeah, it'll be um, it'll be fine. Dutch, Dutch, Dutch can do some things and. Fans will, fans will probably cheer for uh, the Gates of Agony in that one. Yeah, no, pro- or no, they'll they'll root for Jake. They, everybody loves Jake. If Jake's there, yeah, 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 I could see that. Uh, or it might um, not have any heat. To at answer all. Jason's question, I still don't understand how Julia went to the wrong side of the suplex spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that with Thunder Rosa? I think so. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention this. They did Thunder Rosa's left handed. Oh I think that might be, or Julia's left handed. They of the two had the most convoluted spot where they did like an eight person suplex. And like, I was yes. literally laughing at the end when Willow like just kind of runs in and where's my spot? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. They've done that a couple times in this company. It's, this it's was an, the worst. It's though. an indie tradition and yeah. it needs to die a death. It's fine when it 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 feels a little more organic than it did yes, here. Yes, but it but never like, feels organic. It, 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 it's like Tower of Doom spots in multi-woman matches. From from the time they were at like three people, you knew they were going to get to eight, and they took forever to get there. So that was that was the other problem. But yeah, I, so I'm Anna channeling my like inner coronet tonight. I apologize. <laughs> so I I didn't even notice through the whole match, but they were all wearing the babyface were all wearing matching gear, and Annie Anna. Jay had a uh, Brody Lee Exalted One T-shirt on, so she came I, out uh, to the uh, Dark Order music, I think, too. Oh, really? Or, okay. Or her, or her or her Dark version Order version of it. I yeah, think. yeah. Excalibur pointed out that 2023 was a career year for Sky Blue. I oh oh, you think? Well, she got a million title matches and lost every one of them. I think she wrestled every week almost. She when, wrestled when she more time. matches. I think I think Orange Cassidy might have wrestled one more time. But she wrestled like Iron Woman, matches. Iron Woman Award. Yeah. Give it to 53 her. 53 or something. Jeez, um, Cody Rhodes is like, dude, like he wrestled 108 times. Nice. Um, but he speculated that 2024 might be a career year for Anna Jay. So I imagine Anna Jay, this will be the first of many title shots that Anna Jay is going to lose on Saturday. Yes, but Cody doesn't have the love and respect of James McDaniel like Sky Blue does. <laughs> I think I don't think those are the two emotions <laughs> that James McDaniel. No, had. they are not. The, the, no. That's the joke, Paul. Let's keep moving. He didn't even recognize Sky Blue without pants. Without pants uh, or with pants. With pants. With pants. Yes, I know. Uh, heels and faces aren't a thing in AEW. Well, honestly, think that hurts with crowds that aren't smart. That's true. What do refs do in AEW? Uh, well, yeah, conditioning helps, and yeah, I mean, they could have set the, much like the Preston Vance thing. If he had, if he had apologized to negative one, they could have set something up with why are these women teaming with Anna Jay, who has been a heel this entire time? Well, with the not just that; she just wrestled on Friday against yeah. Sakara Sheet. At least with Vance, we haven't seen him in forever, so you probably most people don't even remember that he's a heel or a face or whatever. But Anna Jay, she's literally she's on every week. But you see, those... Tony, Tony's afraid of the setup and the storytelling because oh. Yeah. They just my fans just want good matches. Yeah. Okay. And you couldn't have the Dark Order out there because they're all heels too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except I mean, everyone's forgotten about that too. It was such a weird combination. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. we're gonna put Anna J because because they're gonna give them the win. So you put them on the babyface side, but you still have to explain that. 
to me just if you wanted to do this you could have just done anna jay and the dark order and Preston vance against you know like ruby and and uh freaking the old jericho appreciation society yeah the yeah. 2.0 and yeah yeah yeah, and fine. Then, yeah it would have been a fun party match but uh all right we got a video package for uh the roh pure champion wheeler yuda and they called him mr rampage apparently he's on a seven <laughs> nine match winning streak on rampage um on the show nobody watches although they did a good number this week um so i actually like this, this promo though this was really good promo he's mad at eddie kingston for calling him a young boy a couple weeks ago he's not going to tolerate the disrespect he says you beat uh john moxley and brian Danielson and claudio castagnoli but you never beat me it's like okay uh and he says i regained my title without any outside interference over shibata which is the guy you teamed with uh last year at all out and and we beat you in that match. So nice little continuity there. And he says uh, he's challenging Eddie for the continental crown on rampage. So I'll see you Friday, you old bitch. It's <laughs> a good promo. There's something charming about delusional Wheeler Yuta. Oh yeah. There really is. I, I know. I, I mean, I've, I've railed on, I mean, I mocked him harsher than anybody on this network. when he was trying to cut promos. Uh, oh no, you were pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. I was almost insulting, and I didn't mean to be, but maybe I did. But uh, I, <laughs> you've beat Danielson, Claudio, and Moxley, but you haven't beaten me. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, I died at that one. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just want to hear Eddie's response now. And it's probably going to be, shut up and fight, bitch. Did you like, see Eddie on the morning show on, uh, I think it was Jacksonville? I didn't, I but was... I heard it was great. Oh, he's just... He's like some it's when they do these like reporter on the streets for like Nick games or something like that. And they go up to some random New Yorker. That's all Eddie Kingston was here. It's oh, like, okay. Oh yeah. I just beat people up and people seem to like it. Okay. Next question. I mean, it's almost like he had to go the entire time. But oh yeah. Trying to get out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why am I even here? I don't know. Maybe I should watch that. I, I do have the link. I, I can I can easily watch it. Not as good as say the Briscoes doing weather, but up there <laughs> for me. Cause I loved watching like Mark Briscoe do weather reports in, in, in Delaware on Delaware television hyping ROH or Baltimore. It was Baltimore television. It's up there a, with that with me. That would be uh that would be good too. Oh, have you not it's seen those? Google no. them. Okay. Google them. They're right. fantastic. Uh, so we got, we heard the undisputed kingdoms music hit and I, like, I didn't recognize the music. I wasn't exactly sure why I figured they were coming up for a promo, but then the announcer starts introducing Roderick strong. And I'm like, Oh, I guess there's a match. Like I had not heard or seen any advertising for this match. They hadn't talked about it at all. Um, but, uh, we got a match and it was Roderick strong against Brian Keith, the bounty hunter. And, uh, by the end of this match, I thought they need to change his nickname from, the bounty hunter to black commander because he's just the guy that goes out there and has good matches and loses. Like that's, that's what he does. Again, um, he's a bounty hunter. Is there a bounty on Roddy? I'm not exactly if sure. Not, we need to have one so that we have him in this. Every match he's in should have a bounty. I love the gimmick. To Except death. The, the, it's just the name. Like it's that's, literally, yeah, that's the, the, you're, and that's the problem. Yeah. It's not a gimmick. It's literally, I mean, maybe he does that gimmick on the indie scene, but here he's just the guy that loses every week. It, yeah, um, it's, it's a, it's a costume and a nickname. 
he i mean they had a good match um it's funny because brian keith took 90 percent of this match and then at the end roddy hit uh the high knee and a bat and his endoheartic backbreaker and got the three while mike bennett counted it down on camera i love that they got to keep doing that and uh and then tony Giovanni said he had a dominant victory like after he just got his ass kicked for I don't know, it was like five minutes and and four and a half of it was Brian Keith. I wonder if he gets signed this week. I I mean, okay. Danielson loves him. And I think okay. that's why he's been on TV so much. Okay. So it's funny that you say, I wonder if he gets signed this week, because what happens is we see these guys and they're on TV every week <laughs> Nothing. and yeah. then they get signed and then we never see them again. Yeah. Pretty much. Wheeler Yuta was uh, was in an angle for a year. And then all of a sudden, one week, Wheeler Yuta is all elite. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, he lost like three matches, and then they signed him, yeah. and he's all in. And then we didn't see him. For Sky Blue. It was like a year before she got signed. I mean, I, you know, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, if he's signed, he's signed. If he's not, he's not. Either way, he's on TV every week. I assume he's getting paid, so good for him. I like him. He's a, he's a good dude. He's, he does good matches. I want character work out of him, though. That's, that's the but thing. But if he gets signed, he's going to be on ROH. Oh, no. Yeah, if he gets signed, he's going to be on ROH or in the Rampage multi-tags with the Luchadors. And he'll show up in these battle royals where the winner gets a title shot and, you know... Four ways with Brian Cage. Sure. And tagging up with Commander to... He literally tagged up with Commander on uh, I know I on Collision for in a in a ROH title proving ground match. In the match, they told us no one has ever lasted ten minutes with the champs, <laughs> like in the history of ROH. <laughs> like so, I'm all for making tag teams dominant, but the Kingdom. All yeah, right. well, I mean, there's hey, the best tag team in ROH history, as we were about to hear. Um. So Tony Schiavone, after the match, called uh, Roddy Strong evil and a liar and no better than the guy in the crutches. And they wouldn't even say Adam Cole's name. He's so disgusted. And uh, Cole, they they set up the chair in the middle of the ring after the match. And uh, and Cole was getting some real heat here, like actual heel heat. Um, only guy in the show probably that got heel heat. And uh, he said, when I said this place was going to change, that wasn't just a cute thing to say. I meant it. You know what? I wrote down everything he said here and uh and it was good stuff, but he didn't say a damn thing in this promo that he didn't say last week. Exactly. It was literally Thank you. Uh, it was a literally Do you a have your no- do you have your notes from last week? Uh can yeah, you read the I'm... Adam Cole promo? Okay. <laughs> so I, I do. I, I got it. I can get it pretty quickly actually. Hang on. Uh what was the while, you're, do- while you're doing 3rd? that? January third, yeah. here it is. Yes. I got him. I yes. got him. Okay. Okay. Now While I'm them. doing it, because I got I got the notes, but now I gotta I gotta find the quote. So what were you gonna say? They are going so hard on this Wardlow. Uh, we are gonna be the champions. Rehash slash MJF slash Christian type angle with them. I think they've. I think he's aligned with Joe. Okay. Who Cole? No Wardlow. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's possible. They should not be playing it this hard, unless he unless he's not really a member of this group. Yeah, I mean it's hard to say. They might just be stupid. You know, I try. <laughs> <laughs> you say it so simply, yeah. and I'm trying to be nice and and couch my words and stuff. <laughs> but you're exactly correct here, Paul. Yeah. 
Okay, here we go. I got it. Now I, I'm going to kind of effing idiots over there. I, I, I'm going to skip the stuff that he said about MJF because MJF is no longer here and he wasn't mentioned on this show, and I don't think he will be until he comes back. So he said, the undisputed kingdom, aside from our disdain from the guy who doesn't work here anymore, we want championship gold. Bennett and Taven are the ROH tag team champions. My real best friend, Roddy, going after the international title. Wardlow, finally with a group of people who respect him, will go after the AW World Championship. And when I'm 100% healthy, Wardlow will do the right thing and forfeit the AW World Championship. Give it to me. Congrats to Samoa Joe. Pleasure doing business with you. Blah, blah, blah. So that was last week. And and he dropped the mic. Um, Yes. Yeah, so this week, he says, uh, when I said this place was going to change, that was a cute thing to say. I meant that. So many are concerned with earning their respect. We aren't worried about you at all. We don't want to earn anything because we deserve it. Roderick Strong, a 20-year veteran, uh, one of the most physical, incredible, and pound-for-pound, bell-to-bell greatest wrestlers alive today. The, The international title has Roddy's name on it. Taven and Bennett, the greatest tag team, ROH tag team champions of all time, and your current ROH tag team champions, never gotten the respect they deserve. They'll go down as one of the greatest tag teams that's ever lived. And, of course, the monster, the dominator, one of the most physical, vicious men in AEW history, Wardlow. Uh, crowd's chanting for Wardlow. He says, now that Wardlow is surrounded by people that actually respect him, we're going to win the AEW World Championship. Boys and girls, say hello. He says, we are going to win the AEW World yes. Championship. Key there. Boys and girls, say hello to your new home, your new kingdom. Do me a favor. Get comfortable. We'll be here for a very, very long time. And he drops the mic again, and he looked in the camera and said, boom. Uh, he's not trying to get the crowd's champ, boom, which is nice. But, yeah, so, well, I mean, well, it was. becomes leader of this faction, which I'd be well, fine maybe. with, too. Well, yeah, maybe somebody puts out uh, uh, Adam Cole, you know, so he can. Yeah, Wardlow. Yeah. <laughs> uh here's a here's a question john asked why limits the roh tag roddy with international ward local for the world i mean yeah well they kind of are aren't they oh i guess yeah they could go for the, the well AW who do you want who do you want to call out christian didn't didn't actually wasn't roddy supposed to go after the tnt title originally no he's going after the international title i know he but last week i thought he was going or like when this thing no formed. it's the international you mentioned okay. the international both times yeah Yes, we, we we're gonna maintain heel face. Uh, Roddy Strong here. has quietly racked up some big wins. Um, He's very he beat, good. I like beat, him. But but he beat Jericho. He yeah. beat Darby. Yeah. Um. Like he, he, look at his record. He's got some big wins. Him and yet it feels like he has the handcuffs on in terms of yeah. his heel work because I've se- I've watched te- I've watched crowds almost riot at PWG. Off of Roddy promos, yeah, yeah. Of course, I there mean, was some very cheap heat and some things that you shouldn't. He is say a great live that. arena promo. He's not yes. a great TV promo. Although you're right, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, because I've actually been rewatching a lot of the old ROH stuff from like 2010, 2011, and he was a vacuum of charisma on that show on HDNet. But in real, like, but he was the world champ. He won the title, and when they got off TV, that's when he started getting heat when they yeah. lost their TV contract. Um, but yeah, him, ROH uh, champion Roddy Strong cost them their TV title uh, contract, so that's that's how good he is. Um, but yeah, this was the same promo as last week, but you know, fans fans hated them, so that's good. They're not even trying to get cheered. Ah, uh, fans I, booed them. I don't want to say they hated them; they were playing their role. Okay, because this was this wasn't a hateable promo. Well, this was, they, they, this was an Adam they, Cole promo. Yeah, a total Adam Cole promo. This was, yeah, this was. This NXT. was his one promo that he brings out yeah. every time he's leading a faction. Story time with Adam Cole, baby. 
Well, it's not even that. It's just, uh, no. we're, we're the best stable in the, in the company and I'm going to win the world title. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, that's his promo. This time it's Wardlow's going to win the world title. Yeah. Give it to me. Uh, all right. Renee was backstage with Diana, asked her how she's feeling. She says, I'm on cloud nine. And she says, uh, if, what did I write here? If she, oh, if Tony Storm wants to pretend she doesn't know who I am, she says, my people will send her a screener. This and is then great. She, yeah. She said she can watch my debut on Collision and Red Velvet shows up and I'm making my debut as well. And I'm thinking, oh, they're going to have two matches. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they're going to wrestle each other. They did have two women's matches on Rampage and they did their best ratings in months. So maybe we'll see more than one women's match a show. I'm not going to hold my breath about it, but they did it once. I think I predicted that on the boom show. So. Number one, Deanna Peraza, 100% better on this promo. Confident, oh, yeah. knew it yeah. wasn't nervous at all. The warble was gone. It, it was wasn't really in good. front of fans. That's probably why. She's, Number she's... two, I know I am president of the Red Velvet Appreciation Society. <sighs> she has she has charisma up the yazoo, man. That, she's that, got quite that, the yazoo. <laughs> don't don't make All it uncomfortable for me. Don't make it uncomfortable for me. All right, I'm just saying that they they need to properly use this woman who who yes. in a division that doesn't have a lot of charisma in it. Soraya Ruby has a weird charisma to her. Tony, of course, has charisma to her. You know, everybody has a little bit to it, but I mean. <laughs> The reaction of is that your little stir thing when she did it? Oh yeah, it yeah. It's just a perfect reaction. I'm just like, use her more and quit sticking her with Kira Hogan and people like that. I, I just it's it's frustrating to me. I know she's not the greatest wrestler in the world. I get that, but uh, she's she's a she's not a charisma black hole either that a lot of the good wrestlers are. I I don't know. I I if you put, I'd the, effort in, if you put and the she's a better her. baby face too to me than heel. I don't understand why why we still continue to make her a heel when she is a great baby face to me. Like she plays uh, in the crowd, she winks, she smiles, she you know she, she I, knows I have a what theory she's doing. On that, it's because the better lines tend to go to the heels, and she delivers yes. them well. Actually, so, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah, villains say much more interesting things than heroes, and she's got great delivery. On yeah, her, on that's her promo, true. So. That's true. Um, so we got, uh, JR came out for commentary for the main event and he was actually pretty good here. Um, so yeah, he was awake and lively. It was interesting. Yeah. Well, Hobbs was in there. He loves powerhouse. And oh, he that's loves true. Sting. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, uh, Flair got an intro. He, they played his music. They got his original music and he was in his glory and the fans loved him. So, you know, whatever I got, uh, I got pulled away during the intros here. So I don't know if anything interesting happened in the intros, but, um, I came back at the, as the match was starting, and this was just a wild brawl. It was false count anywhere, no DQ, no count out, um, and uh, they brawled all over the place. They needed a split screen here because there's a million things going on, and you could they they couldn't they kept cutting back and forth between them, and they kept missing stuff. But it was ma- basically Takeshita and Darby uh, against each other, and Sting and Hobbs, and uh, they they went back. This they got into that spot where they, uh, you know, Takeshita was like staring down Flair a bunch, you know, a bunch of times, but then could never get his hands on him. 
Uh, Darby went for a coffin drop, but Takeshita caught him and hit him with rolling Germans on the uh, on the ramp, and then that that got us into commercial. And we came back, and there's five minutes left in the show. And Tony Schiavone had told us we we're going to get a five minute overrun. So I'm thinking, okay, we got another, like ten minutes here, and uh, they <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the overrun. When we yeah. <laughs> well, they did a spot, and this was great. Hobbs and Takeshita swinging Darby, you know, like they do the birthday oh. bumps. And they threw him across the ring, like literally guy across the, the ring. And he did yeah. like three revolutions in the air. His neck landed on the bottom rope. I thought he that broke his didn't... neck. I thought he had broken his oh, neck, man. My God, that did not look fun. Um, Sting came back and he beat both of them with chops. He did a stinger splash on Hobbs, but then he went tried to do one to Takeshita, but Takeshita hit him with a running knee. Um, Darby got up. He, he seemed he was okay. This is the spot where, uh, so Hobbs is going to hit Sting with a chair and Flair came in to make the save and uh, he chopped Hobbs. And I mean, Hobbs just like, it was like a mosquito. And, uh, and then he poked him in the eye and he actually sold the eye poke and then to catch the went after Flair, but Sting made the save and then Flair got out of there and, uh, Darby is back to his feet. He barreled into the catch on the outside with a dive spine buster by Sting on Hobbs. Uh, they went back on the stage uh, Hobbs dropped Sting with something, but the camera missed it. Uh, Darby hit a sleeper on Takeshita. So they ended up, they went they went back. Darby, this is where uh, Darby hit the coffin drop on Takeshita. He climbs up like the ramp at the top of the stage. He's about 15 feet in the air, and he does a coffin drop on Takeshita. And uh, they did a wide shot because everyone was down, and the crowd was chanting, this is awesome. And then Hobbs and Sting were the first ones up, and then Hobbs is like carrying them across. like They're walking along this barricade or stage or whatever and then sting ends up getting in control gives him a scorpion death drop off the stage through a table stings landing did not look great um and uh and and uh but they he crawled over and he pinned to uh hobbs crowd chanted holy shit and uh yeah so sting and darby get the win uh jr was really putting this over flair came out over there to help sting up and it was like everyone was checking on sting but he was fine and uh and they're like it was still like one minute before the show was scheduled to end and this match is over. So I'm like, okay, they must be doing an angle. Well, let's, let me talk about the match a little bit. Okay. I just love the visual of, you know, any of the three guys that are regulars now in the, in the, uh, in the Callis family, but especially to cash and Hobbs, they just look like pro wrestlers and a pro wrestling tag team coming out there. Tall, jacked, athletic dudes, big black and jacked. Oh my goodness. I, I it was like, you know, you know, watching like Norton and ice train come out, man. I, oh, you yeah. know, those types of teams, those, those teams I love. And also that like the early nineties Hoss teams that would always, I, that, that, Oh, I loved that. That death drop. I think the one from the rafters that, uh, or from the from the crowd that Darby did. Oh. Kesha had already taken one of these drops. He is not going to take this one, so he basically tries to catch him with his arm, but he doesn't get any of it really. And Darby just kind of lands on the ground there. Oh my god! I was just like, dude, you, uh, he's going to kill himself. You, you can't olay that crap. You either have to take the shot or say, I'm not taking the bump. Don't do it. it. It had to be one of those two things because that was a Miz style catching from <laughs> Takeshita. And, and I don't blame him necessarily. Um, Flair makes Joe Biden look like a ninja. <laughs> oh my God. That man looked as 
Like my dad is like four years older and moves better than Flair looked like. Because Flair looked like, I mean, slow motion coming up. Those chops were, I mean, it was good that Hobbs no sold him for a moment. Because, I mean, there was no, there was no oomph to those chops at all. Did like the eye poke. I thought that was kind of clever. Uh, but then watch, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the action go on, but I'm really watching Flair. Gingerly. Oh, crawling out of the ring yeah crawl out of the ring get down on his knees get to the floor i was just like don't ever let him do that again if, if he was in have... his glory though like... oh the crowd loved it don't get me wrong yeah. the crowd yeah. ate it up yeah but he only gets one more physicality in the ring and that's during the sting match or yeah. during sting's last match and that's it never again because he, he's gonna sad. he's gonna put the he's gonna put the figure four on Nick Jackson. You know that, right? <laughs> or Kenny Omega. Uh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Somebody from the elite is getting yeah. a figure four put on them. I think it's one of them, yeah, probably. But uh no, but overall, I mean look, and again, Sting and Darby are just insane people for two different reasons. Like stay Sting is just like ah, last time in Jacksonville. Let me do a blind death drop to a table I'm not looking at. <laughs> And I'm gonna land with my head on the floor. With my head on the I'm floor. Taking, I'm taking uh, bump lessons from Nick Wayne. Well, he's um, been he's been bumping like I just I know. When he came off the ladder into his chest, oh, I swore he had God. broken four ribs. This dude, like, I don't know how he's doing it. I really I don't. Sting, or I kept saying that Flair was gonna die in the ring. Sting might be the one to die in the ring eventually. I, as much as I like seeing Sting wrestle, and this was a great match, I don't want to see sting wrestle again until revolution like i really I don't one yeah. last big bump on the bump card yeah yeah that's what i want and he can again jump from something high if he wants as long as he's caught but i don't know if i want the bucks being the ones to catch a giant sting coming at them because so, they're not exactly size guys but okay so sting makes his way to his feet and uh <laughs> tony shivani gets in the ring and Sting is, I think he's out of it. Um, and uh, and because he Tony is trying to get his attention, trying to get him to look at the hard cam because he wants to interview him. And he says, You got to talk to America, talk to the people out there. And so he turns around and he says, Ticket sales have gone through the roof. Uh, there's gonna be people watching on paper, and ticket sales are through the roof. There, there are over 15,000 tickets now for this show. And they're, they're, I was about be, flying out. That's how much I kind of want to see this. But this uh, is going to be a legit sellout. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. And uh, so he asked him, who's your opponent going to be? And uh, and I like I, at this point, I'm like, maybe he's going to say Darby. Like, I don't know. And uh, and then before he can say anything, the Bucks music plays and the announcers act like they don't recognize the music. And it's like, <laughs> it's the Bucks. Like it's pretty distinctive. I did that first. I gotta be honest with you. Oh, really? Oh weird, no. And right. it was one of those weird things where I saw earlier in the day that the Bucks were at the show. Oh, I didn't even know that. So, um, and it was like, okay. Well, and then I hear this music. I go, who's that? Doesn't sound like Christian's music. And I kept thinking it was going to be Christian. Oh. It was going to be his last. Uh, yeah, I thought. Well, I mean, I, re- I mean, I thought it was going to be Edge and Christian. I figured. And, gonna... and, and so you get, you get the guitar, like, they're going to do them against the Bucks? All right, that's interesting, but still not what I'd imagine my greatest, uh, you know, in, in my wildest dreams would I ever think that the Bucks were going to be. But I could also see the Bucks going, we're going to carry this 63-year-old man to a five-star match because yeah. Dave Meltzer's going to eat this up. You know, that kind of a Dave thing. Dave might be there. 
He, he's talking about going too. Um, well, you that's, know, that's you know, ironic because Dave hated Sting all these years. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what though? I mean, look at look at all those Bucks matches. They're constantly using the the uh, Scorpion Deathlock in their yeah. matches. It's yeah. not the Sharpshooter. We're gonna retcon all that. I they, think it's a respect those, thing. I think I all think those Bucks Sharpshooters they were doing are now Scorpion Deathlocks. This was okay. long term storytelling to yes. set up Sting's last match. Um, but so my they God, the, the stare down was just. We forever. cannot gloss over the, the when them coming out. So they come out. Nick Jackson is wearing all white. Matt Jackson is wearing all black. I don't know if they got haircuts. That was navy was... blue. That was a navy if... blue was it? Doc thing. Yeah. Well, their hair is all slick back or cut. I'm not sure which. They have um, just single. Uh, dumbest like, stashes you've ever seen. Horn stashes. Um uh, Nick Jackson looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not exactly sure who Matt Jackson looked like. It but... felt like a movie, and I couldn't pinpoint what it was. Yeah, it was probably they're probably cosplaying something. Yeah, that's um, what I figured. Yeah, they're in black and white, or I guess you said dark blue, but I mean, it seemed to me like it was black and white because Sting and Darby have black and white. So okay. you know, they're you know they're kind of playing off that. They didn't they're say anything. Longshoreman is is what one of them. Yeah, the, guy in the dark one was the guy in the white looked like he was on. It's like a, well, tourist, like the, a tourist in Paris or something. Or, <laughs> well, like goons in a Jason Statham movie. Yeah. You know, like a lock stock and two smoking barrels, like something like that. Um, you know, or like, I don't know, but uh, yeah, they just stand there. They don't say anything. Um, and the announcers are just getting all hyped up and they're airing graphics for what's coming up on uh, collision. So we got Adam Copeland, open challenge, uh, velvet and Deanna, uh, Hangman Page will be in action, and this is where they announced the cage and Gates of Agony against Lance Archer and the Righteous. So if you blinked, you missed it. That's for the ROH six-man belts. And then Battle of the Belts, which is also on Saturday, has Jericho and Sammy against Big Bill and Ricky Starks in a, uh, uh, I think it's a street fight for the tag team titles, and Anna Jay and Julia Hart for the uh, TBS titles. So, And then next week, uh, it's going to be, I can't remember, I didn't write it down, but they did say what it's going to be. Uh, on, oh, it's uh, Joe and uh, Hook for the world title. Yes. Uh, and then uh, they, the announcers just said, oh, I guess uh, final countdown's on. It's going to be the Young Bucks at uh, Revolution on March 5th or 3rd <laughs> or whatever date it is. So. It's just something funny. It's, a friend of mine goes and puts a picture of Spy versus Spy. Oh, yeah. With the white and the black. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was weird. It was different. And I mean, I, so everyone's saying, oh, whatever, Sting's going to put some over Young. He's, they're not, they're losing this Sting and Darby. Like, no question. Like, there's yes. no way the Young Bucks are winning. Sting is winning his last match. He's not yeah. going over by putting over somebody or looking yeah. at the lights, I don't think. No, I mean, that would be stupid. I mean, I suppose if they want to make Young Bucks major heels, they could have them win. But... They could, but if you're going to do that, I mean, if you're going to, I mean, then you do with somebody else. You the know, choice like, would be Darby versus Sting if you're going to have Sting yes. lose. Yeah, yeah. Or again, you uh, some young tag team that you really want to put over, like Bill and Starks. You know, like they they could have done that. Oh, know, but... I know. I think I know what they were cosplaying. You remember Saturday Night Live? Uh, you know how they like to do the the Steve Martin Dan Aykroyd thing. Oh, the two wild and crazy guys? Two wild and crazy guys. I think those were like outfits from one of those sketches. But they didn't have mustaches, those, those dudes. I don't think. Aykroyd and and, and, and and Martin? Yeah, they did. Those. Did they? I don't think yeah. so. I yeah. don't think so. I'm, okay, now you got me Googling it. Well, that's okay. Um, I think I'm wrong, too. So, What do you guys... Uh, 
What do you, what do you, so what do you, what do you think about this one? Think of what? I got, I got it here. They they definitely did not have mustaches. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. there's, I thought there was one, but maybe not. Uh, well, I could send you but there, I don't know. There was some, there was, I've seen those, ty- that type of those outfits before. And I don't know what it was, but it feels like a movie or pop culture reference. Someone will, someone will point it out. Never mind. Oh, they'll definitely point it out to us. What the hell is going to sing in the StreamYard link again? Oh. Anyways, you you can find the same thing I did. The Fest Drunk Brothers. That's the name of the bit. <laughs> so it's not Two Wild and Crazy Guys. Well, yeah, they, they call it that, but yeah, they, they have right. names. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just sent you the gif anyways. Um, that was one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be the young... I mean, the match will be great. Um, and uh, Sting should put over someone if if not. What's the point? The point is Sting when his whole AW career. Yeah, look, it's point. it's not it's not the territory days anymore where yeah. where the veteran puts a guy over on the way out. I mean, the, the you legends now get the pin on their last match. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm sure if it was up to Sting, he would want. Will there to be Darby a stipulation over? on this match, or will this be like a? Uh, uh, I mean, what, what what's going to be the stipulation? Well, no, what's the... <laughs> Is this a street fight? Is this a probably false a street count anywhere? Fight, yeah. Is this probably a... false count anywhere? Street fight, yeah, I would think. Greensboro street fight submission <laughs> match. I don't know. No, it's not going to be a submission match. Um, I mean, Sting is gonna is gonna have both bucks in a scorpion deathlock. Probably that's the. Thing. Oh, he's doing the double death drop on them. Yeah, and then and then the the scorpion death drop, or I mean the the death the the scorpion leg lock, like that's gonna be the finish. Because they do that that move. I mean, okay. it's a sharpshooter, but, you know. I, you know, what would have been good in, in Greensboro would have been FTR. I'm sure they wanted the match, but, yeah, you know, it doesn't really make sense. So, bunkhouse match, yeah, that works. They're going to have um, uh, probably Flair's. Obviously, Flair's going to be there. Um, you know, they'll, they'll have hopefully some other legends. I don't know who's left. Nikita, he'll be, Tully, he'll be there. Tully, Arn, Nikita. Yeah. Magnum. Muda. Muda, yeah, that'd be a good one. Although Muda's been working with WWE of late, so who knows? That's true, yeah. But everybody that's available. Luger in his wheelchair. Uh, Tony Khan, say what you want about Tony Khan. He is going to make this a special show. I'm fully confident in that. See if Rick Steiner gets booed. (laughs) He's probably WWE, too. I that's heard that uh, oh, Braun, Braun might be going back, going starting to use a Steiner name again. I, I think Good. he changed it. He changed his name on Twitter. All right, this is an AEW show. I know. All right, so that was the show, and yeah, so we got our main event. I mean, what are we? Uh, about seven, eight, nine weeks out. Yeah, nine weeks out. Yeah. So we got our main event. We can start building to that. Um, Luger works for WWE, so it can't be him. Um, oh, he has a Legends contract. He does. Yeah. Get I mean, paid. Yeah get paid absolutely um so yeah let's uh do our plugs we actually went longer than i thought we would sure you can follow me at crap game 13 on elon musk's lovely x <laughs> thing. Uh, i do a show called shake them ropes on the voices of wrestling podcasting network with chris novembrino this week all things wwe and nxt and stateside and whatever happens in the news because something will happen tomorrow or friday that we'll be able to talk about also hey if you watched raw this week i did the uh i did the post game over on fightful with sean ross sap went to the old neighborhood it was a lot of fun filled in for denise salcedo people said you're uglier than denise i said i know but anyways uh that's on all your available podcatchers everywhere i uh and even if you even if you didn't watch raw you can go listen to that and find out what happened yes. um 
Uh, it is uh, Fontaine week on Fight Game Media. All uh, right. I, yeah, I did. I was back with Ryan Frederick yesterday on the uh, in the clinch. We had a month off, but we're back, and we did a show uh, last night. So it's it's in your podcast feed. And then tomorrow, I'm with uh, Jeremy Finestone on Speaking a Strong Style. Going to be talking some New Japan. Uh, so I, my first time on that show. I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, this weekend, I'm doing the wrap with uh, Keila Cash and uh scott young uh talking all things wwe so i I got a busy week and then next week i'm going to be away but i will be doing this show i'm going to bring my stuff with me and uh, hopefully it goes well i'll be doing the show from my hotel room in laughlin nevada uh i gotta watch dynamite or pretend i did and read the f4w uh recap i'm not sure which yet you'll probably be able to tell if you listen to the show (laughs) if you want to borrow my tnt subscription i'll let you no 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 i i've got fight i can i I have no problem watching it it's just a matter of whether i will or not no i i'll I'll watch it um (laughs) live from the crap table yeah blackjack table yeah i'll watch it on my phone and then i can actually i could actually do that but i i won't i'm a professional um, so yeah, Jeff and I'll be back next week and, uh, we'll, we'll be doing the show. So you can look forward to that and I'll tell you about all my winnings and losses on, uh, from Laughlin. So for Jeff Hawkins, I've been Paul Fontaine and this has been the dynamite show. Spring is in the air at Littleton coin company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.